0: to Foresters, what is up? Wow, we have got some freaking ground to cover from the last time that we've talked. It's been two weeks and there's been a whole lot of stuff. That's the best way to put it. Stuff that has happened in the last two weeks. Uh, I really wanted to start off this episode with this recording of the tiniest violin instead of the normal intro because it seems fitting. Here it is right now so if you're like me you are absolutely tired of and exhausted from hearing these next few words coronavirus virus covid19 social distancing social distancing isolation quarantine shelter in place safer at home, all that stuff. So this is my promise to you. I am not going to say any of those words after the next two minutes of the podcast when I just explain what they've done to the BFLs, if you don't already know about it. And then after I get done explaining what that C word has done to the BFLs, I'm not going to say any of those terms again because I'm tired of hearing them. I certainly don't want to start having to say them all the time for the next 30 minutes or so. And I know that you don't want to hear them either. And I don't blame you because I don't either. So, the last time that we spoke, the last time we corresponded over the airwaves of the internet, I believe I relayed to you that the BFLs were still on. They were still gonna happen, even though everything else was shutting down. I was at South Carolina at Kiwa Island. I was in South Carolina at Kiwa Island. I was in the downstairs bedroom closet, trying to block out the American Idol episode noise that was coming from upstairs. And I said, we got a text from FLW today saying that everything is still on, everything's still going. Well, the very next day, we got a text saying that all tournaments are going to be postponed through April 5th. As of right now, at this very moment, it's 8.32 on the evening of Sunday, March the 29th. So we're getting close to that initial date that they'd set um, for the BFLs to be postponed. And so you've got a lot of people wondering, well, are the BFLs going to, are they just going to you know, extend that postpone? Date, you know, ex- extend, you know, another two weeks or the rest of April worth of tournaments. Uh, I don't know. Well, they haven't announced anything yet. I, I'd heard on one of the Facebook pages, which the most accurate information in the world comes from, that they were supposed to be making, that they might make an announcement on April 1st. That's what somebody said they had heard. I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, but as of right now, they haven't extended that April 5th deadline. But I wouldn't be shocked if they did and that will be okay i mean i get it it's just a it's a crazy scenario that we're in and crazy situation and people are everybody's doing the best they can to help limit at this um, and and definitely you do have a lot of people that that get together at, at those flw tournaments any bass tournament really uh, even though you are in in the boat social distancing for the majority of the day but i don't know we'll see what happens we're still fishing regardless but the only the only justification I can see them having for letting the tournaments go on past April 5th is the fact that I don't know if you've been to a boat ramp or not lately. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have. That is where every single person who owns a boat has been for the last two weeks. And I don't blame them. I have been too. If I didn't have, oh, side update, I've got six puppies at home now. My black lab dog child had her puppies. That's another story. For, I'll tell you in just a second. That's entertaining. Um, if you haven't been to the lake in the last two weeks, you're probably wondering where all your friends are. Well, that's where they are because it is packed. And I don't blame everybody. I'm going to. That's what I'd be doing. But my point being, even if they don't have the tournaments, that's still what everybody's doing anyways. The lakes have been packed and not just ugh, not just bass fishermen the summer craziness, which granted, it was 82 degrees yesterday. It was 82 degrees in Knoxville yesterday. You had the whole summer frenzy crew was out there. I hit some uh, wakeboat waves that I hadn't seen coming for the first time this year. It happens all the time. You've got the ski boats. You've got the people that don't know how to back it down the boat ramp. You've got people standing behind them trying to ease them back into the water. You've got Girlfriends that have been set adrift in the boats, so they don't know how to drive and they get freaked out and be on with their boyfriends. That was actually hysterical. I saw that at Concord yesterday. Um, we tried to give her a little push up to the bank. They were not happy. They did not have a good rest of the day on the water. I'd be willing to bet. Hope they did. But that's a good test of your relationship, by the way. I would say if you're, if guys, if you've got a girl or girls, if you've got a guy and you're wanting to figure out if y'all are really going work, can you really deal with stress together well? Guys, if it's you, go take her to the boat ramp because you know you could jokingly say, hey, you want to park the trailer? Are you going to drive the boat? And they're going to say, no. Well, just push them off. I've done this before. Just push them off into the lake and let them figure it out. Call them. Don't get stressed out. These guys were stressed out yesterday. I mean, like screaming at each other, man. Don't do that. Enjoy it. Soak it up and just... Try to—that's a good way to work on communication. Anyways, ton of people fishing. We've not—I know there's been some states that have have shut down any sort of tournaments going out of boat ramps. So we haven't done that yet. Because um, I watched tournament blast off yesterday. I knew some people fishing a tournament yesterday. We were just—I went fun fishing with a a friend of mine, Henry, that I go to church with. And and actually, if you direct your attention to the YouTube page which is just under my personal name, Sam Karras, there's a video of one of the days that Henry and I have gone. There's actually a couple of videos that are new that I've posted in the last couple of weeks. I'll tell you about those in a second too. Anyways, to wrap up the whole current tournament situation, currently unknown. They're not canceled. They're just postponed. They haven't rescheduled any of them. We'll find out by the time the next episode comes out, I'll, I'll know if they've extended the postponement time frame or not. Uh, wouldn't be surprised either way. We'll just see what happens. That's something that we had no control over. So we're not going to worry about it. Life hack. Okay. Um, oh, I, I will say this too. I did go ahead. So the one problem that this creates for me, I say so I'm not worrying about it. This is just something that I have to be mindful of is as these tournaments that have been postponed start to get rescheduled, I may run into a conflict between the volunteer division and the Piedmonts. Because the reason I was able to fish both is because they were the only two trails that I wanted to fish that didn't overlap schedule-wise. I was going to be able to fish every single event for each trail. Um, So I'm not going to be shocked if um, when things start getting rescheduled, those postponed tournaments start happening again, um, that something overlaps. If that happens, I will probably will not fish the Piedmonts and I'll just just fish the volunteers again. Um, uh, I may look at some other schedules and see if that has opened up any other trails, but I'd imagine there's not going to be very many other than the Piedmonts that haven't started yet. because uh, by now we should have been through two volunteer divisions already. And actually volunteer has originally on the schedule had three tournaments before Piedmont had their first one. I did go ahead and, and register for the first Piedmont, um, and just check to make sure if something, if there is some sort of scheduling conflict, all I have to do is just take that money I've already paid and just put it towards another volunteer tournament. So anyways, we'll see what happens there. I did hear, and again, this is something I've heard. I haven't tried to verify it, but I think this is right because I think I've heard it from a couple places. The pro is either the pro circuit or the pro tour or the old, I don't know, one of those tournaments that uh, was supposed to be the 16th through the 18th. I think it's the uh, whatever the highest level FLW is besides MLF. I think it's the pro circuit. All these, all these name changes, I can't keep up with them. I just know I fish the BFLs and I know what the bass ones are. Everything, all the sponsors change every year, and it's the pro tour, then it's the circuit, and then it's the EverStarts, and then it's the Costas, and then I don't know what they are. Some tournament that was FLW, it got postponed. The, I think it was supposed to be the 16th through the 18th, and it's been postponed. Of course, that was done weeks ago, so that may not necessarily affect BFLs, but psh, who's to tell? Everybody's guessing. Actually, no, nobody's guessing. Everybody just keeps asking questions in that Facebook group. Every day, there's somebody, any word out on uh, whether or not they're going to postpone the LBL or the Ozark or the blah, 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 blah. Anybody know if they're going to postpone that? And then there's about 50 comments of people saying, um, yeah, we're still waiting here. If they make an announcement, it'll be all over this Facebook page. It's like the BFL linking page, I think. Then the next post. I, uh, and y'all heard if that, uh, that uh, Michigan or that uh, Buckeye series BFL has been postponed. It's on uh, April 25th. Just looking out to see if uh, anybody's heard anything. I know uh, y'all say you don't know, but I just wondering if anybody's heard anything from FOW. Maybe had some information on the DL, something, you know, a note card slid under the table. Might let us in just trying to figure out if I need to make resurrection plans or not. Thank you. Whatever, people. Okay, Uh, that was not directed to anybody specifically. That's just what I see every time I get a notification that somebody made a post on that page. Moving on. Um, What I have been doing is just fishing a lot. And I won't go, you know, this isn't anything crazy, long, super exciting story, but I feel like I've been what's the best way to put this riding a carousel of fishing partners. I think I've gone, I've gone six or seven times in the last two weeks and I feel like I've just fished with a different person every single day, which I, I love. And I, I like doing that. It's fun. I enjoy fishing with different people. Um, and I really like getting to take people that don't usually get to go. So it a couple of guys that I know from church that I've gone with a couple of guys I know from that had graduated high school where I teach at that I've I've gone with. Uh, our head football coach at Gibbs where I teach fish with him last week, fishing with him again on Fort Loudon tomorrow. Uh, and yesterday, yesterday being Saturday, um, the 28th. Yeah. Saturday the 28th. That's the first day I've gotten to just get up and go all day, fish with my brother and a friend from church for a little while. And then my brother left to do married person things. Uh, I think they had to go hiking, not had to go hike. It's only had to go. When you're were initially fishing and then had to leave, any other time it's I get to go hiking. I'm going to go hiking. I'm looking forward to going hiking. But when hiking takes you away from fishing, then it's like, oh, I had to go hiking. That's not his words. That's my words. Yeah. Anyways, so fun to have Chris for for a little while. Even though for the three hours that he fished with us, we were sucking eggs. It was rough, and I have no idea why. We ended up catching a few fish later on in the day, and but yesterday Henry and I. We went out, we fished all flipping day. That's not true. We fished from daylight to about six o'clock, just trying to you know, get back to the house before super late because my dog had puppies. Now, ah, there's another story for you. Um, when I, so South Carolina two weeks ago, when I leave the beach, we left the beach Wednesday morning. Oh, and Lanier, this is why I didn't get to fish like Lanier. Okay, I me tell you this, if you care. Uh, if you don't, wait, 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 wait. Don't go anywhere. I meant to say this at the very beginning. Dad gummit, I hope you're still listening. End of this, if you skip ahead to the end of this, and then you come back, of course, we're going to do our very first giveaway. First giveaway ever on the podcast. First giveaway I've ever done, ever. So I'm going to talk about that at the end. You're going to know before I post this on Instagram tomorrow, if you listen to it tonight or early on Monday morning. Okay. I don't know why I'm so like, Woo! tonight. I I haven't even had a bang. It's been five hours since I've drank a bang. Okay, We're leaving the beach on Wednesday morning. Kiowa Island, you kind of drive this long little narrow road out to the main highway before you can go towards Charleston or go towards Atlanta, whatever. So we're going to Atlanta because that's where my boat is at Trent Palmer's house who owns Sonar Pros, which there's a great video on my Instagram page. It's just like an IGTV video, which I also just learned how to do this week. Big IGTV fan now. That explains everything that Trent did and the really, really cool, awesome work that he does. But anyways, so we're Dane and I take the excursion. We go and head towards Atlanta. We haven't even made it out to the main road. It, we'd been we'd left about 30 minutes ago and my dad calls me. And I'd seen where he, I've missed like three calls from him. And then he tries to call Dana. She's like, hey, your dad's trying to call me. Well, I look at my phone at a red light and sure enough, I've missed three calls. I'm like, great. I've got a room key in my pocket that he's going to want me to turn around and bring back. So I call him back. He says, congratulations. You're the new grandfather of six. Well, honestly, it was seven at the time, but we the runt did not do well. He said, you're the new grandfather of six puppies. I said, "Um, that's terrible news. Because Mosley was at the, what do you call it? Is it a kennel where they stay for when you're going on vacation? She's at the kennel, the, not a groomer. Well, the lady does do grooming. Anyways, it's a friend of ours that we know through friends, and she always keeps her dogs when we go on vacation, when we take a trip somewhere. And I'll be darned if Mosley didn't have her puppies at this lady's house. And I was horrified. I felt so bad that she'd had to deal with this, but she was so sweet and so kind about it. She was like, oh, we're puppy people. We love dogs and puppies. It's fine. They're doing great. So on the plus side, I didn't have to fool with helping Mosley have her puppies, which apparently she didn't really need much help. They just helped her clean it up. She apparently did wonderful, which was great. But so now the last two weeks has been me getting used to having six new puppies in the house. Um, And they're in my bedroom, but they do great. They're about to open their eyes. And I feel like they're about to start walking. And then they're going to be a handful. But for right now, they just sleep and drink milk all day. And it's great. They're really cute. I should probably put a picture of that on the Fins DeForest Instagram. I've got some on my own page, I think. Uh, I'm putting them on my story every day. So there's a chance to see the puppies if you want to see my My dog's puppies. Also, if you want a puppy, I've got at least five puppies that we're going to be trying to get rid of here and about. Oh, six and a half weeks. Their Pitbull Lab mixes, they are really cute. We got five boys, one girl, but the girl is bigger than all of them. She's a tank. Really pretty. All right, moving on. More fishing jargon. Um, Okay, so in a lot of these fishing trips that I've done, I've been trying to get some more YouTube stuff out there without going to work, without teaching. There's a whole lot of time where I've got free to do some editing. That being said... On my personal page, it's just, if you type in Sam Karras, it'll pop up. Got like 85 subscribers at the moment, I think. So you can find the video that way. To make sure you're on the right page. You will be, because uh, it's not hard. I've put a lot of fishing videos up the last, I mean, granted, it's been a week and a half. I think I've put four videos up last week and a half. Uh, the Douglas tournament video's up. I've got a video showing off a new trap that I bought that I really, really like. It's a Yozuri, uh, Rattling vibe, I want to say it is. It's the Yozuri Rattling Vibes trap, I really like. I'm still, red eye shads are my go to, but I love trying new traps. New tra- I, I used to like trying new jerk baits, and now I just throw mega bass all the time, which is an expensive hobby, but it's the only really expensive thing that I have to have. But the Yozuri traps I like, there's a video of them up there. Um, got a video of me fishing with Henry. It, he had never caught one on jerk bait before. Um, and hadn't ever fished out of a boat before, which I really like. Um, but video of that jerkbait day up. And I've also, this is the one I'm, I'm really excited about and really enjoyed doing is I did a boat walkthrough, kind of like a boat tour, if you will. Uh, the boat that I have now, I bought last September and it's been a big project boat as far as repairs and, and putting graphs and troll motor on, um, getting the wiring figured out, doing some, there's some fiberglass work that, that needed to be done to it. Uh, and I've still got a lot of other neat little, I mean, not necessary things, but just things I think would be really freaking cool to have on a boat. I'd like to, I mean, it sounds a little unnecessary. I'd love to get some, some LED lights put in it at some point. I'd love to get uh, a speaker system put in it. I'd love to get some black lights on it. And I'd love to get the carpet redone. I've even thought about, so I love that, you know, the, I don't know what you call it, the padded carpet deck up front obviously would be awesome uh, because the person I bought it from was really rough on the boat, really, um, which is where a lot of these fixes and repairs have come from. But gosh, I bought this boat so cheap. It's disgusting. It's a 2015 Skeeter ZX250. And it's one of the maroon ones. I love them. I love when I was looking for them, when I was looking for a boat to buy, the maroon ones and the teal ones. And this one's just, it's gorgeous. But anyways, I did a boat walk through that's on my YouTube channel. I think it's really, I mean, I just, and am just really proud of the boat and just really like it. But I think you'll enjoy watching it. It's, it's just a cool video. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I wanted to, Oh, oh, oh! But the I'd love to put the padded deck up front, and in the bottom of the boat, I think it'd be really cool to have that. I don't know what you would call it, but it's that hard bottom, almost like what a what a salt like a rubber, like a hard rubber bottom, almost like those saltwater or you know inshore boats have. Not the white, but have it like black rubber strips. And I can't really explain it, but I, I think it'd be cool to have a hard bottom floor you know down there where beneath the seats where all that is i think it'd be cool to have uh, so i don't know this i mean this is stuff that'll take another you know year or so to eventually be able to pay and space all this stuff out because because most of of the extra spending money i've got is going towards entry fees and <laughs> entry fees for tournaments that may never happen <laughs> But we'll see. I've been looking. There's some local tournaments that are about to start firing up. Just as far as, you know, in April, some Monday nighters get started and a Thursday nighter on Loudon, which I'm trying to convince my brother to commit to fishing with me. Uh, And I don't know if he wants to yet because he wouldn't answer his phone when I called him today. He could text me back about the puppies, but he wouldn't answer my phone or respond to my Facebook message when I shared the flyer with him. And I only say that because I know he's listening. Okay. Um... Last big announcement, not big announcement, big thing to tell you, is that I've booked two trips in the last two weeks. Not a good time to travel, but potentially a very good time to book trips that are far enough out in the future to where the peak and downfall of the coronavirus. Oh shoot, I said I wasn't gonna say it. Hang on, I'll just, I don't know if you could hear that or not. I just tried to slap myself in the face for saying that word (laughs) again, you're welcome. They are hopefully far enough out in the future to where there isn't any unforeseeable force that will keep them from being possible. St. Lawrence River. Mm, The St. Lawrence River. Third week of June, I'm going to the St. Lawrence River. That's the point. Well, either the second or the third week. So so Dana, my girlfriend, her grandparents live in Messina, New York, uh, right next to Waddington. And so we'll either be up there the second full week, the second week of June, or the third week of June. Um, And so that's going to be just a freaking time of my life. I think. I hope. Um, I want to make sure we weren't up there when any of the major tournaments were going on. Um, But all of those are taking place in in late July or August. And I I went back and looked, and I because I didn't realize that when the college guys went up there last year and totally kicked their teeth in. I want to say you had. 60 to 80 bags the first day that were over 20 pounds. I mean, just stupid. They were there in the middle of June, and I don't know what the fish were doing different than when you see all the elites up there. We'll figure it out. But, but I thought well, we need to go up there early um, because you go to the end of June, the 29th. 29th, I'm getting on a plane and I'm flying to Anchorage, Alaska, for about 10 days, 29th through the 8th. I'm going to be up there with Grant Robinson, a friend of mine from church. His dad, who's one of my favorite, just people of all time, uh, is the music minister at my church, which is Central Baptist Church in Fountain City, in Knoxville. And so his dad is our music minister. So we grew up in church together. He was actually the only other person that went with me on my senior trip because I went to New Johnsonville, Tennessee to fish Kentucky Lake at my senior year of high school for the senior trip, and we just kicked it in the anchor in there in New Johnsonville for about a week, which was a lot of fun. But we're gonna go up there and so, Obviously yeah there's going to be a lot of fishing going on but but a lot of just hanging out and exploring a state in a, in a city that I've always wanted to to go to and see and and so having Grant up there he works at at the major news station in Anchorage he's a reporter and I I think that's right I think that's be what you call it reporter journalist news I don't think he's an anchor he's either a journalist or a reporter Grant I'm sorry that I don't know the term I'll get up there and figure it out um, but, I mean, he's posted videos of moose walking through his neighborhood. And just, I've always wanted to go to Alaska. Maybe I won't even see a moose, but it's going to be really, really cool because the fishing's supposed to be insane. I texted him about the trip, and I said, hey, so when's the best time for me to come in the summer as far as fishing goes? He's like, it doesn't matter. He said, the only thing that changes is going to be what you're fishing for. So, that's going to be, I'm stoked to go to Alaska. Uh, and he texted me the other day when I sent him my, flight information. He said, you're going to be tired. And I said, Grant, I live for being tired. I love to be tired. It means I've done something cool. Like go to Alaska. So that's going to be really, really fun. Also, I just realized I didn't flip the audio to pick it up on the microphone. I'm picking it up from the computer. So this last four minutes and 10 seconds and the next three minutes might sound really crappy. And I apologize, but it's late. I need to go home. So we're just going to we're gonna check. If it sounds awful, I'll redo it. If it doesn't, mm, most of you probably haven't made it this far on the podcast anyways. I hope you have. If you have, God bless you. I didn't say that to anybody, but especially you all. Okay. All right, last few things. The giveaway. I'm going to do a giveaway tomorrow. Start it tomorrow. On the Fence Forest Instagram page, I'm going to give away GoPro. And a whole little GoPro like kit, bundle, satchel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, because I think this would be, I just think it would be, I thought this would be fun to do. And it would be a good way just to get some people following the page and, and get some people following my YouTube channel. That's, that's the main goal for this. Selfish goal, but you could win a GoPro. Uh, I, it's the first GoPro I bought. It's, it's not the original GoPro. It's a GoPro Hero 2. Now listen, I know, I know it's not a brand new GoPro, but you know what? It works perfect. It would be great for somebody wanting to get into the whole YouTube, self-filming, anything. Uh, So I'm going to have the GoPro, the case, the charger, extra battery, all the little knick-knacky pieces that you need, the mounts and the screws and the bolts and the, I don't know what all those pieces, the suction cups, everything that you need to run a GoPro. I'll even put an SD card in it. Put like a 16 or 32 gig SD card in it, whatever I've got in it right now. Um, And we're going to do a little giveaway on the Instagram page. So you know to look for it if you listen listened to this podcast, which is phenomenal. Kudos to you. Um, but all the requirements are going to be is to follow the page, which you probably already do if you're here. Follow my YouTube channel. Subscribe. That's the appropriate terminology, the appropriate jargon. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, and I will check. And then just tag people. Every person you tag is an entry. Wonderful. We'll run it for a week, and then... We'll give away GoPro. It'll be awesome. Uh, so that's what the giveaway is going to be. So you see that in title. You're intrigued. Here you go. Giveaway starting tomorrow. We'll run it for a week. All right. Uh, and the very last thing, and because this, and I am going to go back on what I said at the beginning and, and circle back to, to current times. As, as somebody that teaches history, government, economics, I get that a lot of people are freaked out. About what's going on in the world, and with good reason. There's there's plenty of reasons to, to be you know freaked out and worried, uh, but don't lose. I'm okay. I'm not a motivation speaker. I'm just all I'm going to say is I'm not worried. I'm not a bit concerned. I mean, I am for like people in my life that that are uh, what's the word uh, immunocompromised. believe is the politically correct word because my girlfriend is i've got a grandfather that's in his 70s i've got two grandfathers that are in their 70s Um, and so yeah of course like i I, I worry for those people but but don't be worried i hope that you can uh, have the the security and the the faith and the confidence in christ that is required to be faced with situations like this uh, to where we can we can be confident and feel secure and not feel discouraged and not feel overwhelmed uh, and and if you don't then i would so encourage you um, to reach out to somebody that, that can help you figure out what it's like to have that sort of confidence in in jesus christ and to where you take these situations and, and it totally i mean totally 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 changes your perspective on how you view things that are going on in the world uh, from, from the history teacher standpoint and the, you know, government from, okay, I'll just say social studies in general. It's fascinating to watch this happen because, I, you know, I really think this is something that is going to go in history books and and something that our kids and grandkids are going to grow up hearing about the time that, you know, the country all but shut down. And who knows? Maybe we're going to totally shut down before this is all over. Heck if I know. Uh, but so I love, I, I not, not love, that's a, that's a weird way to put that. Uh, it's intriguing and interesting for me to watch all of these different aspects of society uh, come out kind of be brought to light and, and get to experience something that, you know, nobody else in my family certainly has ever experienced to experience that with them for the first time. And, uh, and what so many people, I think I heard, and I, I'm not even going to guess what the statistic was. I heard some crazy statistic that only like some tiny, tiny, tiny percent of our living of the living people on earth are old enough to have remembered or experienced anything, you know, even remotely close to what's going on Uh, as far as virus and government intervention and and shutdowns. But, but anyways, just from the, from the standpoint of somebody who uh, is not the, is obviously, you know, flawed and sinful and and doesn't do a good job of this all the time, but, but somebody who ultimately finds their hope in, in, in Christ and his word and in the gospel that man just don't worry about it it's, it's not going to do us any good uh, everything works for the good of of Jesus Christ and, and this is all a part of his plan and I heard somebody say this the other day he's like man I feel like Jesus is trying to wake us up you know that God's trying to get our attention yeah he's trying to get our attention all the time uh, anything that's going to draw us closer to him and, and use this as an opportunity there's so many i like, I'll get off my soapbox in a but hey, it's my podcast. I'm done talking about fishing. If you don't like this, just go ahead. Peace out. I'll see you in a week. But I lost my train of thought there, I kind of got distracted. Um anyways, just the Lord it can use anything to draw us close to him. So don't use this as an opportunity to just like waste a like waste two weeks where you're not going to work. I told my mom the other day, I said, I can see after a day of, of not getting a lot done and just kind of blah, just milling around the house. I said, I realized that I can see how people could just totally waste their life. How just days just passing by and, and they just kind of just wake up and you're it's like, you wake up and you're whatever that Kenny Chesney song is 85 and you're hot. I don't know. You just wake up and like your whole life's gone. because You just didn't ever do anything intentionally. You just blah, milled about. So don't do that. Take this time. Make, make use of, this unexpected time that we've all got, I uh, mean, certainly be safe and, and be healthy, and and don't you know go within six feet of anybody. But I don't know that there, there's always good things that that can come from anything, uh, and good work that can be done. So, anyways, uh, I hope you join me in, in taking some time this week, each day, to to pray for our country, pray for the people living here, pray for the people that are making decisions for us, uh, the president, members of the House, members of the Senate. Everybody that, that's involved, the people working at the CDC, the healthcare workers, the nurses, uh, the doctors, sir, I mean, absolutely. Um, the people whose jobs put them out in public every day and, and put them around people that, that could potentially be sick and get them sick. Uh, just ask you to, to pray for them and and just be safe. Uh, be safe. Be smart. Uh, find your Bible and and crack it open and spend some time in the word. I mean, this is a great time and this is something that, that I've told myself I was intentionally going to do. And I'm I'm sitting here right now realizing that I didn't, I didn't read today, uh, which I need to do right now, but we've got so much time. Let's do something, something really, really good and, and use this time to to set some, set some habits for ourselves that are really going to pay off and, and be worth setting. So, Love you all. Thanks for listening to my little soapbox here at the end. Um, have a great night. Tune in for the giveaway tomorrow and or whenever you see. If you're listening to this within the next week, the giveaway is still going on on the Fenced Force Instagram page. So check it out. Enter it. Tag a whole bunch of people. It'll be wonderful. Enjoy some, uh, I can't say the SD, two words. Enjoy fishing because we can all be doing it right now. And turkey hunting. Freaking turkey hunting is going on. As of this next weekend, the youth hunt happened the last two days. Freaking turkey season's about to open. So shoot some toms in the face. Shoot some gobblers right in the, right in the, right in the beak. And, hey, enjoy it. See y'all later. Enjoy the week.